Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Okay. Could this use of, I think, the biggest waste of money... Or the biggest misuse of money I've ever seen is perhaps spending money on a choreographed Brazilian dance <laughs> for this wedding, which neither of them really did. Well, I think we just didn't really see it. If they Maybe. Did, if they did it, I don't think it's a waste at all. I think you want it's the way she wanted to add in her culture. But it, I agree, but it looked like they made up shit. It, it didn't look like what he was practicing. <laughs> it was very confusing. But I, I think probably what, what the choreographer came up with mm -hmm. was complicated. Complicated. And which is not she great. She can dance. She can dance, though. Yeah, but it wasn't specific. He, he cannot. No, but it wasn't specific. And I think it, of all the things. I they thought we were going to see it. But let me say was this. Of everything they could have put in their wedding that was Brazilian, this would have been the diciest because he can't dance. No, but if they had executed it better, I think it would have been worth it. But, they but he just, can't. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Anything. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they started the dance. <laughs> it, like, don't talk about it and then not show us them doing the dance. It is terrible storytelling. It's not. That's, that's sorry. the problem. I got to fix this right now. It's been bothering me a whole time. Y'all, if you're, I'm going in front of the camera. If you're in the intimate portrait, Poodle just. <laughs> what are you doing? Who uses a pair of scissors like this? And then when you're done with them, you just set them down open. So that way they can just shred and cut someone. You learn this in kindergarten. A 
to shut the fucking no. close the fucking scissors. <laughs> no, you can't touch this no. because you're dangerous. I've been looking at this whole time. And I'm like, that's going to leave a it hole was, in his chair. No, that's it's leave not a hole going in to. Chair. You, you're Someone so sad in You it. are so OCD that no, you can't handle I, that. Is safety OCD? <laughs> Tell me that. Is it? Y'all, this is reality game. This is reality game. I need game. to stop this. I'm saving lives. <laughs> God. I wouldn't sit down what on a pair of scissors. What would your mother say with just open scissors sitting on a fabric chair? But it's not going to, no one's, it's not going to hurt the Why fabric. Why can't you just shut them? I did. I when cut you off, put them down. I cut off some tags early this morning. But everybody knows when you finish with scissors, you close, you close them. <laughs> you just. This is absurd. No, you're absurd for just, I, you actually, it's actually harder. I live alone. It, yes, we get it. It's, it's harder actually. <laughs> you can't get over it's this. It's actually harder to open scissors and no, put look, and, they no, 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 and all put the them down. There. They weren't all, they were like this. They were like this. They were like this. They were not. I they saw were, them. They, they were, were spread eagle the way you look on a Saturday <laughs> wow! night. So it's actually you have to spread your hand. If you're if you're set them on down. The, if you're on the end of a portrait, my legs are around your shoulders and right you're getting, now. You're getting cut with scissors right now. <laughs> You just shut them in. Oh, that's so easy to put. Golly. <laughs> Jesus. It's a good thing you don't date me. So you never. never have to deal with it. Two bottoms don't make a night. Oh, this is the end. This is the end. The Isn't, end, my friend. It's the end, but it's the beginning of our new fall tour. The Double It Tour. The Double It Tour. It's coming again. We're going to announce dates on next week's show. The 15th. Monday is, and that's when it'll go out anyway. Yeah. So we'll announce tour dates on Monday. With a Patreon uh, presale Patreon on Patreon presale on Wednesday, the 17th, and the general on sale on Friday, the 19th. The 19th. I'm going to hit my leg another time. Sure. And then on, it's a big week. And then on the 18th, I'm going to be at the Improv <laughs> in Hollywood with Sean Pulaski and Vicky Barbalak uh, from our club and other comedians doing social media meltdowns. Get your tickets to that. It's $15, y'all. Hmm. There you go. I'll put a link to it. Drink minimum? I'll put a link to it actually on our link tree. So you can just go to to drink minimum? Food minimum? I'm just showing up. I don't know. (laughs) I'm saying that because they say $15 admission, but by the time you leave, if it's a food and drink minimum, you're paying 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, possibly. That's the the comedy club uh, racket. Yeah, that's probably, it probably is like that. Yeah. (laughs) That's the way it is. I just skewered you. No, I don't care. That's what. I'm welcome saying, to go. On a I'm saying club. if sissies want to go, they should be aware because oh, okay. people get pissed off. You should, you should, you should know that. Saying two drink and poo minimum because if I don't know, I'm that, worth two drinks. You can come. Mm, <laughs> you should have two drinks before you see her. Probably that Definitely. too. <laughs> Probably that too. Um, also, we we talked about uh, Night Day Fiance UK and Lilu. Uh, coming back and smothered coming back next week on yes. the last season. And last stay tuned because at the beginning of when we come back from a commercial of this episode, Ooh. we're going to have another edition of Poodle's Broadway Corner, which is Some good. people can get a thrill knitting sweaters and paying bills. I will need a nap by then anyway, so it's perfect. <laughs> Just going to I've got down. a lot to talk about. I want to. Great. I, I have. I uh, can't so wait. Many. Thank, I'm so and thank you, thrilled. Thank you for the hundreds of people who reached out it begging was, for this. It was 10. 
Maybe but I'll give they you 11. Are very, very fervent. Very, very fervent. <laughs> I'll give you maybe 11. Um, anyway. Let's Another episode of Poodle's Broadway Corner coming Y'all, up. let's wrap this show up. So I, I went off, and I'm not going to go off about why I thought season nine was a disappointment. But if no, we talked about if it. If you yeah. didn't listen to the first show, and I, I think this first couple, Patrick and Thais, suffered from probably the worst of a stakes problem. Uh, because, and and it, it, I get it that she didn't she didn't tell her parents they weren't getting didn't tell her father she was getting married. But then after a while, it was kind of like we all knew she was going to marry him. But they kept trying to artificially elevate the stakes by her saying, I'm still not sure. Or the fake going on the plane when they went to Orlando. That was shitty. But that's what I'm saying. It's this this story suffered because either production or editing tried to raise the stakes Yes. But we could see through it. That's why, and you guys, any bit of inauthenticity will 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 taints everything. So we start to label the whole thing fake. Unfortunately, <sighs> love and, a good taint. Yeah, <laughs> love a good taint. But I, but you don't understand what I'm saying. No, and it really, I think it boils down to. I don't think, I don't think Patrick is that interesting. I hundred percent agree. About, but I mean, John is much more interesting. Maybe in real life, but for television purposes. I don't think Patrick, and honestly, I don't think that Thais She's not. are that. I thought they thought they were going to get probably like a fiery, like fiery the, the, woman. The more stereotypical Brazilian woman that we've had before. And I thought they were going to, that we were going to get the really stupid meathead who makes dumb mistakes all the time. And, and he, he really didn't do that. He's not because he's actually, he cares about her quite a bit mm-hmm. and he does a lot for her. Right. And he's re- for the most part, pretty reasonable. Like, again, at the end of the thing, she's like, I know sometimes he can be controlling. I'm like, he's not controlling. The, 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 Bilal is controlling. Yeah. And till the, as Poodle said in the last episode, we see it till the end. <laughs> oh, till the end. I will say, that wedding, my jaw dropped at, at the end. There. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that. What a fucking piece of shit. Woo. You know though, I'll well I and I and I we'll talk a little bit why why that story suffered as well. Okay, um, but this is the last thing we we need to hear is there's there's gonna be no blessing from the father, no blessing, no blessing from, the father. from the father, no not um, at all. And but he does say you are far away. This is they're, they're still talking with the father on Skype. Um, how will how will I feel okay when you're so far away? And and she finally says, uh, she doesn't say this in her. She says this in her in the moment. She's like, "I'm an adult," which we had not heard her say. No, I wish she had told her father. You know, it doesn't matter that you're far away because I'm an adult. I am 25 years old. Yeah. And here's the thing, you guys. I know we say that's still young. It's not like she's Evelyn and David. Evelyn getting married at 18. Yeah, uh, she's 25 years old. She's 25 years old. And I know old. she seems younger, but come on. She's she grown. She's a quarter of a century old. Yeah. Yeah. So, at, and also too, if she's if she's, she's too young, she needs to grow up. Yeah, that fa- that father like saw Sunset Boulevard too much cuz everything's up here. You, you will marry <laughs> someone from your own country, Thais. With a face. Look at my nose. Ooh. 
Look at my nose. Yes. Uh, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. Mr. DeMille. It is, it is, it is very, it is very Sunset Boulevard. I haven't seen you too much, Patrick. <laughs> Let me flare my nose. Very glorious, Walton. Mm. It's the pictures that got small. <laughs> Not the dicks. That is a very gay reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Fabulous film. Fabulous film. Never seen it. You're kidding. I have seen that. I have seen that movie. Not a great musical. Sadly, There's about I... four great songs and they're all hers. Sadly, I saw that too. Really? I saw that musical. I've, only, I've never seen it. I've only heard it. I saw it with, what is the woman's name who sings downtown? You Petula know, Clark? I saw it with Petula Clark. I will say, she sang the shit out of I it. I would imagine. Downtown! She Again, sang the shit out of it. Way overshooting the key. <laughs> <laughs> I like going downtown. <laughs> it, that, that song does... When you listen to that song... When you're alone and life is treating you lonely, you can always go downtown. Oh, it's a great song. It just makes you happy, doesn't yes. it? It just does. I think a lot of late 60s, 70s songs, Brit British songs, make me happy that way. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. We're gay. <laughs> just... Just checking. Anyway, you've never seen it. You wouldn't go see the musical. It's I, it's never been around when I've seen it. The spectacle is pretty beautiful of it. Like to see no, the staircase I, and I'm everything. Sure, but I'm saying that's why it's not produced a lot. Because it's so expensive. Yeah, and it's not really on tour anymore because nope. no one wants to see nope. it really anymore. Nope. It's also not really regarded as a great score by Lloyd Webber. No, you can't really do There's, that in a community theater. No, with a, with a you with need a, a staircase. You need a star. You need a Norma Desmond. Well, I mean, but you have a star, but they've got to build that fucking staircase. You got to have the staircase. We have to move on. Okay, Even what? I think this is about Broadway, and I think this is gay. Like this is too much for me. <laughs> that means I know we've lost. When it's too much for me, we've lost ninety percent of our listeners. <laughs> When even I'm saying I don't want to talk oh, about Broadway anymore wow. or divas, that's that's a lot. Then yeah, we got to so move y'all. They're moving on. The father basically says, uh, "I have doubts. It's her decision, so it's fine." And uh, and and Thais says to Patrick, "Thank you for your patience and politeness with my father." Yeah. That that really meant a lot. And and she even says, I'm not a little girl, and he has to accept that. I'm an adult, and I still want to get married to you. I'm not a girl, don't tell me what to believe. Yeah. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All I need <laughs> is time, a moment that is mine. Also overshooting that. Yeah, that was pretty odd. Yeah. Uh, it's close to hers. All I need oh, uh -oh, we can't. We sorry, can't get keys. sorry. We can't match keys. Sorry. So, 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 so. Um, the wedding is the next day. We're so all over the place today. It's wedding day. Um, I wrote down. Where are my notes? Okay. Everyone has the same wedding font. That kind of live, laugh, love. Kind yeah. of loopy font. Uh -huh. Everyone has that nowadays. And what if someone's wedding font was Comic Sans? <laughs> I'm sure it has been, but it, just, it wasn't at the Bramble Tree Estate. Yep. But I'm saying 
Everyone in the last couple of years, when you see wedding pictures, it's vaguely the same kind of loopy. I think font. we would see a Comic Sans type of font at a at a Love After Lockup wedding. Yes, yeah. But I there's something about that that it's very live laugh love that everyone does. That every wedding designer says. Love, what about this font? And everyone goes, yeah, that's the one we want. It's very farmhouse chic. It's yes. very it, very word art. Yes. So I, I would reject it. I – it's just not my thing. Yeah. I, it's, it's not – I don't mind a couple of uh, – I get it because what it is, it's like they're trying to combine masculine and feminine. They are in fonts, but uh, that's outdated. That's out. So, uh, what was I going to say? That oh, man. Sorry, I just I, I had a problem with the fact that every every wedding. Oh, I remember now. Pe- every wedding word or sign feels like it's in the same. Family. I just love the names of all these places. They got married at the Bramble Tree Estate. Yeah. And then I wrote down, is it not, who was it? Did I not, I, it's where, um, oh, I didn't, did I not write down where Emily and Kobe got married? They got married at like a place with, a, they're always, all of them are called like Woods Hollow. Yeah. It's all these like, they don't mean anything. They're no. not like, and I thought. It's I like, want to know. It's like names of subdivisions. Yeah, they is, don't mean anything. I went. Is there an actual bramble tree on this <laughs> estate? What is a bramble tree? No, people. The reason why people name these. No, things, I'm asking. What's a bramble tree? I brambles are like briars or, like he's got a bramble all over his. He's got brambles all over his ass. Yeah, I've been. Oh, yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> but I. But I'm saying. This, it's all marketing. It's all how these things sound. Yeah. Don't you know that everything is fake? It's true. Everything, everything in the world. What would you Don't name? make me go in a soapbox about okay. how everything is fake. What would you name your wedding venue? <laughs> <laughs> the Greased Pole. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And there would be a lot of people invited. No, or probably there would. And if you do show, if you if you were invited, you are going to be participating. You're going to you're <laughs> you're going to be part of the ceremony. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a group ceremony. <laughs> not the defensive line, y'all. No, he's not a whore. No, no, be a lot of baptisms to yeah. happen. Whoa! All right, <laughs> this is getting Catholicy or churchy and weird. Yeah. Wow. Um. So. It is this. It looked pretty generic to <laughs> the me. The name of the father, the son, <laughs> and the holy shit that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh, oh god! Oh god! god. I'm, 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 yes, I do. I do. I do. I. Uh, 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 I'm done. <laughs> Ceremony's over. <laughs> Everybody can leave, please. We got to grease the pole again. <laughs> I'll be ready again in like 30 minutes. Am I going to Gatorade? <laughs> Someone order a pizza from when oh. we're done, please. We're going to be hungry. You know what? <laughs> I had pizza last night at a friend's house. They made pizza. and They made it. I, and I went, this is, this is homemade pizza. I was like, this is really good. And then it was pepperoni, and we ate it. It was DiGiorno. It was really good. 
I was DiGiorno? shocked. It was decent. Okay. Why would you make pizza? Why would you have people over? You know, I shouldn't have brought this up. No, no, no. We <laughs> need to clarify here. I ne- Let me set this up. He was if over. If you're watching the intimate portrait, I wish you could see his face. Pizza's no joking matter. He was <laughs> over sorry. at a place. And they and they <sighs> he bought frozen DiGiorno pizza or yes. DiGiorno pizza. Yes. Here's the thing. Here are the reasons why you eat DiGiorno frozen pizza. It's just you and there's no one else in the house. You are so tired and your kids won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you want something to shove in their mouths. And you forgot to buy good pizza for them. And you don't want it to get delivery. Uh, a third reason may be you're so sad. And it's the only thing in the house that will ever fill your sadness. You do not invite people over for company and make a DiGiorno pizza. A frozen fucking pizza. Have it delivered. Come on. I'm sorry. No. No, 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 no. I hope everyone is as as incensed as if someone invites me over and makes me frozen fucking pizza. No, we have to move on. I thought you said you were making it. You were making your own. No, 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 no. They just served it. It's kind of burnt on the bottom, though. So it had a good crispiness to it. I'm just saying, if you're inviting people over, a frozen pizza is not company food. They served it with ranch dressing in a bottle. (laughs) Of course they did. I'm saying they need to do better. <laughs> you knew this would wind me up. I didn't, I didn't until I said it, and then I regretted it. They need to do better. <laughs> I think I would have to stop on the way home and get something to eat. I would be so annoyed. It's not that DiGiorno is awful. That's the thing. It's just what you serve at company. Oh, Okay. I think too. No, we gotta move on. If you're over, if someone's over and like it's very impromptu, and it's like what the fuck ever, come over. I've got a frozen pizza, fine. But if you invite several people over and it's a thing that then people are invited, and you say what's good, I'll know I've got a DiGiorno in the freezer. They also ran out of ice. Fuck that. <laughs> move on. I had to order it on Drizzly so I could have a drink. But you did not order a pizza. <laughs> I would have just left. I would have, I would have just left and went to another party. <laughs> I would have said, you know, this is not suitable for me this tonight. This is not suitable I've for just got to be honest. Just got to be honest. Where are we? We have to move on. We have to move on. Come at me. I need to know if you are as appalled as I am about this. I'm so sorry. <sighs> So, so sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'll need, I'll need to move on. I have to process that. <laughs> the idea of inviting four or five <sighs> people over and saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna put in a frozen pizza," sounds yeah. delicious. And I know this friend; he does not live in poverty. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. I'm gonna mention that the next time I see him. It was good. But to be honest, be honest, it's not like any pizza you order. No. 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 Come on. Come on. It's like Domino's good. 
No, it's not. Even Dom, even, <laughs> come on. There's no frozen pizza that's really good. Okay, we got it. We all, now, Amy's isn't bad. No, 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 no. This is going to cut in your Broadway corner. Fine. You shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> Y'all just fast forward this pizza rant. I'm sorry, but I can't get over it. You have terrible taste. They're so, at the Bramble Tree Estate. Yes. And John and Wag- Wagner, I almost said Wagner. 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 <laughs> John and Wagner the, are there. Yes. The wonderfully anti Semitic composer. Yes. Yeah. John <laughs> and Wagner. Wonderfully anti Semitic. Yes. Wonderfully anti Semitic. Um, but uh, they are basically saying that they're like, are you ready? Blah, blah, blah. And ask him, did you get the permission of the father? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, nope. We didn't really get it. He's like, what? What? What are you going to do with that? And I will say, uh, and John says, her father hated my brother. <laughs> I just really it, it was my like father that. hated my brother. My father brother. hated my brother. Um, and John does say. Long I, road. I have my doubts. And this is the thing, y'all. When John talks about Patrick, he almost always gets emotional. He does. He, he does. is like your Irish grand Irish Catholic grandmother. He is. <laughs> Every time. He is. And it's one of the it's one of the most endearing qualities. It for is. Him. It is endearing. Um so, cuz you can tell he loves his brother very much. The uh they have Monica the wedding planner who came over right from her Breakfast Club tribute show. <laughs> uh with that she was playing. Yep. She was playing the the Ali Sheedy character. Yeah, yeah, in a, yeah, I get in that. a thing. I get that. And he's practicing his Brazilian choreography, and it just looks ridiculous. He, he's a terrible dancer. Yeah, he's beyond terrible. And like really, really like bad. I couldn't do that. I'm not a dancer either, classically trained, but uh, I, I feel like even I could do better than that. No, you couldn't. I couldn't either. We're not good dancers. Okay. We're not. That's all. Well, sorry, we're not good dancers. So, her friends, <laughs> Kayla and Anaja. You want pizza right now, don't you? I want good pizza, <laughs> not DiGiorno. <laughs> I gotta compose myself, y'all. We're gonna take a commercial, and we'll be right back. I, I'm, I'm gonna take some time to get over this, <laughs> and I'm not gonna mention it the rest of the time. Pizza is something that's very important to me. Let's eat a bit. All right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, Lord. Let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. 
Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You know what I just heard during the break? Not only did they have frozen DiGiorno pizza, they had onion dip that wasn't refrigerated. It was the kind you get in Frito-Lay. That's all I needed to say. (laughs) All right. That is not company food. I know the best way to distract you and take your mind. Let's finish Patrick and Ty. And then Broadway Corner. And then you get to have Broadway Corner. All right. (laughs) I feel like... A show that I would do you would just be of, me, me just talking about all the crazy shit. It would go from like Broadway to things like 
horrible disasters like the Hindenburg, then the Donner Party, <laughs> then like what meal I can't wait to eat. Um, just, just out of control. Out of control. People, types of people I hate. <laughs> yeah. It would be so... I'm sure you and would yours have... would just be you going, what was the name of that person? What was that? Just questions. Questions. Just questions. All right. Go. Okay. <laughs> I point at you and say go. <laughs> All right. So they're at... They're... At Bramble it's basically Tree the wedding. Estate. It's basically we're at the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Kayla and Anaja are there. Her the two... wor- Her Anaja, t- the worst fucking friend. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. The worst, because she's getting ready and she's saying, yeah, I still worry a little bit about... Oh, will you turn on Tommy? Mm-hmm. And then she says, well, yeah, I'm still a little worried that, you know, my father didn't give his blessing. And Anaja was like, well, if my dad didn't give his blessing, I probably would postpone the wedding. And I'm judging you for getting married. And Kayla kind of like, is like, she doesn't I say would. it. But, you know, Kayla's <laughs> like, fuck you, bitch. I hate my dad. I'd do it. On, honestly, I'm like, I think, why well, say this here? I think Kayla's trying to save the situation a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Anaja was kind of coached by producers to say that. That's that that's that's part of the problem with their segments is everything felt like the stakes were artificially raised. Yeah, I agree. And with that. Uh, and it's it's interesting. With some hindsight, I can kind of see that yeah, she's not gonna. This is what I wish Ninety Day Fiance would kind of. They've started to do this more and more. Just with Ninety Day Fiance, and they used to not do it as much in the no. beginning. It would be like there was a lead of like, are they going to marry them or they're not? Are they not? But then once they decided to do it on the wedding day, they just kind of let they, us enjoy the wedding day. They didn't do the BS of it. And this whole buildup of, y'all, she's in her fucking wedding dress with her hair extensions and her makeup fucking done. <laughs> and a veil her, on. Her whole long veil. And they're like, say, like literally. Her body the, condoms on. Yeah, they're like, so. Is she going to do it? Are you going to do I'm like. Yes, they're gonna fucking do it. It's stupid. Like Bilal, Shida lives in the house and she's wearing <laughs> that fucking wedding dress. All she has to do is walk down the stairs and they're like, Are you gonna do it? Stop it, ninety day fiance. Lives in the house. So it's like stop it. Just fucking say, let us know the day before they decided to get married. And they, we just get married and we see a wedding. Like, I, can't we have it back in the day of watching David's shitty friend who trolls him lock the keys in the house yes. and they're running around? Like, that's the wedding drama we want. And and I think, and that was real. And so I would tell 90 Day producers, editors, trust your people. Trust your subjects. Well... And if you don't trust your subjects, cast you, them better. And that I, you know who I, I do, if, if anything else, I blame casting. I blame casting this season. I do a little too, yeah. Yeah, because to edit, you can only give what you're given. Is everyone a little bit overzealous about storyboarding and are we trying to, to raise the hikes? I think that casting person should be fired. I do think Bilal probably gave better casting. He did. Than, yeah. He I did. Think he fooled them. Because Bilal fools everyone. Fooled me, Jerry. You fooled me, Jerry. Is that from Tom and Jerry? It's from Seinfeld, <laughs> which you've never watched. I have watched episodes of Seinfeld. How many? I've seen ones with Terry Hatcher. <laughs> I saw that one. There's one. I saw that one. Actually, there's one or two. When the she Elaine comes back. Dance one. Yeah. The one where Kramer opens the door really quickly and comes in. That's all of them. Okay, well, then I just thought it was <laughs> that one that I saw. 
I saw that one. <laughs> Please. So I'm going to say this. Thais looks fucking gorgeous. Okay. I thought this dress was super simple, and then oh. I saw how it fit her, and it moved well. And the back of it and, actually oh, had... It was exquisite. Yeah. With her hair... Oh, yeah. And her makeup, it was like... Hers, her makeup wasn't too much. It was like Kara-level perfection yeah. of a bride. They definitely looked the best. And I will say, Patrick, I thought, looked really nice in the suit. With Agree. The tie. I thought they looked like a The tie was look- a little wide, but I can forgive it. Yeah. Um, I also well, focused on Patrick and Thais. I think you're about to talk about that. I also <laughs> loved uh, the fact that their pawnbroker married Ooh, them, or possibly their bookmaker, or the their bookie, or or something. I don't. Someone who just or or uh, uh um he was. I don't know who decides to wear a zip zip who's a zip up hoodie and then while I'm marrying you, I'm gonna put my hands in my pants like I'm holding on to a yeah. gun. I expected him to start smoking a stogie at oh, any point. Or a vape pen. Yeah. There was also several audience members that with were tracksuits. With tracksuits as well. That's the douche patrol. If this is a style choice, it's the wrong choice. It's the wrong choice for this wedding that seemed to be formal. Yes, except for this is the thing. If it's not, if if you're if you if you don't tell your guests how to dress, they're not gonna know. No, um, and but this whole idea of those track suits, it's very uncut gems ish. Yes. Um. Uh. Stop yes. doing it. Stop. stop. It's stop. like when we used to have my cubicle warrior party. Um. The. The attorney would say, I would say, what do I put for a tire? And he's like, just put, um, what did he put? Just put a... Uh, nice casual? Was it nice casual? It was... Cocktail? It was a casual chic. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. Cocktail. Everyone knows what cocktail is. But It's a is, little dressy. But cocktail would be too dressy because a woman would wear a cocktail That's dress. That's true. And they don't want that for a firm office party. I don't know so what casual chic is. So they want it to be is. casual chic. Uh, what does that mean? I don't. I don't know. And people <laughs> would ask me, and they would say, "What does that mean?" And I, I would say, "Well, my boss told me to put that." So, and he's a straight man, clearly. Although he's kind of gay, you know who he yeah. is. Um, and so, so, you said just dress like just dress like Peter. I, I just showed them pictures of last year, <laughs> and I was. Literally, I am so glad you're not <laughs> in this job anymore. At one point, I literally did. I put a picture up on my desk, and people were like, "How do I dress for the party?" And I just go, "At this point, it's like that's what we wore last year. Do that." I I would have quit your job. They, I would have quit in the first year. There's no doubt in my mind. Well, I don't know how you did it. Well, so. I, what do you think? Uh, let's say was anything else. Bubbles, uh, sister's eye is healing. Well, I thought. <laughs> yes, yes, sister's eye is healing. Um, um, they're doing the dance. John starts to say, "Well, it happened. Uh, you know, things aren't going to get easier, but you know." And he does say, "He, she loves him, and he loves her." And he said, "I love my brother more than anything." Because y'all, he's had a lot of Amstels at this point. Yeah, he's full on drunk. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty drunk. And John says, um, "It's been the best thing in my life to connect with my brother." <laughs> John, that's I it. have a soft spot for a drunk that cries. I just do. 
I mean, that's, uh, that's why I'm friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cry. I'll get, I'll get at the end of the night, I'll just kind of get quiet. Yeah. Uh, and, and then slowly start to fall asleep. Speaking of falling asleep, it's time. It's time for Poodle's Broadway Corner. Gotta find my corner of the Broadway. Ah. And nothing's gonna bring me down. <laughs> Hope your landlord doesn't knock on the door and tell us to be quiet again. I put the towel on the door. <laughs> Okay, I, would, I have two things to talk about. This is All more right. of a poodle. This is more Broadway adjacent. All right, but it's definitely Broadway. Look at the timer. Okay, I'll do five ten minutes. You can do ten minutes. Number one, uh, and an agree. This was a national news story, but it's definitely theater based. Uh, I, I mentioned it a little bit, but I said I, we need to do a Broadway corner about it, and I it was in the Sissy Squad as well. It was um, the Bridgerton. The Netflix, I believe, has filed a lawsuit against two songwriters, Barlow and Bear, Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear, who were in their early 20s, um, uh, which still gives them no excuse for what they did, and against saying intellectual property theft, because they wrote a series of Bridgerton songs uh, based on Bridgerton and, 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 and for t- TikTok. Now, what... And, and a lot of people were saying, oh, these big corporate overlords like Netflix just, just trying to get money out of them. It's parody. Here's the thing. Parody in a copyright case is very, very dicey and hard to prove. I can tell you if you listen to any of these songs, it is not parody. <laughs> they lifted actual dialogue. Wow. They um, lifted actual dialogue from the series. And some people said, well, what if it's based on the books? It is not. And also Netflix owns that as well. They do. So this is a clear case of copyright infringement. Yes. Now, before you say... parody would be... But parody would be all comedy. Um, like or even a, taking, if they lifted writing, but then changing words in it to make a rhyme. I mean, yes. to make it funny and make fun yes. of it. And Netflix <clears throat> even commented and reposted some of their things on TikTok saying, this is unbelievable. Because Netflix is what any, 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 uh, any promotion for the show is great, yeah. right? Now, what happened was they won a Grammy for it because it was during COVID. You can win a Grammy for TikToks? I think they did record it later on, which Netflix said, we don't want you to commercially make this viable. They basically ignored them. This is this is the the duo Barlow and Bear. So they ignored the Death Star of Hollywood. Yes. Okay. Yes. And they continued and Netflix continued to send them saying, hey, stop doing this. Stop doing this. This is our stuff. Then. They got a fully, uh, I believe it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't full sold out, but a Kennedy Center show to do these songs. And Netflix says, okay, so this it's is not it. a musical, it's just songs. It is songs. Okay. But Netflix said, yeah, you're profiting off of our IP now. You are actively profiting. TikTok, okay, we get it. You were getting followers, fine. This is a cease and desist. Stop it. And even before that, they had, Netflix had said, how about we make a licensing deal? They refused a licensing deal with Netflix. And they refused. 
Because you know Netflix would have given them pretty decent money. Well, even if not, even even if it was like 10%, yes. When did you expect? Did, what did you expect them to do? You took the lyrics from the actual writers. You took someone's it's not even idea. Netflix. It's fucking... It's Julia Sha- Quinn's idea. It's Shonda Rhimes. Yes! It's fucking motherfucking Shonda Rhimes. And y'all, guess what? Shonda Rhimes and Julia Quinn agree with Netflix. Yes! So this is to the point now when everyone's trying to defend these writers and the hubris on these people. Because really, the, the writers in that room, yes, they wrote this show for Netflix, but still, they're a creative person who took the time to write from a book... They, it's their words. This is still, this is still the the solemnity of artwork, and not to steal anyone else's artwork and make it yours. Mm-hmm. So what if Netflix is a corporate overlord? It's still that that work was done by those writers. Yeah, the show was made by creative people. You are benefiting, and the arrogance that it takes to think no one's going to call you. I question the fact that these two women's legal team. Uh, or their agent, who I heard had a law degree, did no. Did, they advised them the absolute worst way and said, "Oh, just just put it's, you're the unauthorized musical." You and that was all they do did. that though, yeah. and just and then say yeah. you're an unauthorized, and then but then it's like we sing the love boat theme for Ninety Day Fiance, yeah. but that is a parody. Yeah. Because we change the lyrics, yes. we're changing the intent of the song. Yes, their intent no, their, is the their same. Song, their songs were like one was called like the song, the the Daphne's song. It was very much in like, the from the perspective show. of Daphne, not making fun of her. No, yeah, that's not smart. No, they were fucked, and there's been radio silence from that duo. Um, so I assume. It'll all come crumbling down because I'm sure the suit will go forward or they will surrender. Um, I, it, it just – this all could have been sorted out. And this tells you that you know, theft is theft. No, I agree. And it's – it, whether, whether your corporation is huge, someone's ideas are someone's ideas. Okay. And so that's, that's, that's number one. This has come up in the last couple of days. I think, this, speaking of taking someone's ideas, this is a little, a little more copyright. In the most heinous way possible, a church in McAllen, Texas. That's on the border, like in South the Valley, like so has Texas, Oklahoma, or Texas, Mexico border. Doing their own production of Hamilton. I'm not sure if they're selling tickets or not. So everyone knows, if you know anything about theater right now, you can't just do a show. No, and you sell can't, tickets to it. You can't do Oklahoma and just sell, no. Because you have to get the rights to said show. Yes, they send you the book. Yep. and all Hamilton that. does not is not available for licensing yet because why would it? It'd still be running on Broadway, and that is competition. So why would you go to your local church and say, I already seen Hamilton. I don't need to go no Broadway. Mm, that's true. Now, this church also put religious messages in it and changed Lin-Manuel's Miranda's words. They changed his words. And at the end, there was a sermon saying, are you struggling with gambling, homosexuality, or any other sin? Because Jesus can help you. Wow. That's not what Hamilton's about. 
Did they? Well, I guess they didn't charge tickets. I guess they. Just I don't didn't. know if they did or not. Because but that doesn't matter. Doesn't, in the in the scope of it, what matters is use of another intellectual property. So they and still have they it. still have a legal standing. I don't know, especially because the church. I could see fucking Texas siding with them or something. Oh, like for that sure, because it's like religious freedom or some shit. Has Lin Manuel commented? Yeah, I don't know if he's commented or not. I haven't found anything. Wow. Um. Yeah. It was. They were live streaming it too, because of course they were. Um, I hope people didn't pay for the live stream. And uh, yeah, the pastor said maybe you struggle with alcohol or drugs or homosexuality. You struggle the other things. God can forgive you at the end of this. And they definitely did not receive questions. Um, and there are exemptions for ministries and church-based organizations. I'm quite certain uh, you're you're basically allowed to read anything you want, um, since it's no um, it's copyright. It's you're free from copyright. However, this is fundamentally changing a musical work, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine that this is going to. Um, I, they probably use tracks as well, which if because I can't imagine they have live musicians there. So if they didn't, the tracks would have been illegal because that would have been recorded productions of that song, of those songs. Mm. So there's so many things that are wrong. I hope Disney sues the pants off of them just for changing the text. I don't know what's standing. Come at us, attorneys. Come at us, copyright sissies. Our our attorney is a copyright attorney, and I need to ask her. She helps us out over an issue we had with not anybody special. Just a small issue with... It's uh, fine now. We love everybody. <laughs> love them. Um, the, but the bad publicity that, that is called the, the, the Door Church in McAllen, the bad publicity that this church is going to get will be almost worse than what could be done to them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, y'all don't steal people's ideas. And that's Poodle's Broadway Corner. Broadway, here I come. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Bilal and Shida. And I, oh. and to reiterate, one of the reasons this was a cringe couple, and and I think it was intentionally cringe because we we knew Bilal was going to be awful. Yeah. Um. And but when I was talking about. On the previous show, we need to know we need to know authenticity, number one, that it mm-hmm. is people are being unaware. But also we need to feel like everyone is safe. And we were worried about Shida. We yes. were worried. And that's yeah. why it wasn't it was cringe, but we were actively worried about her safety. Yeah. And worried about her life with him. So uh it's it's the wedding still, day. Still kind of are, but sure. No, I am. Again, there was no punk to be had. Come on, if you're going to carry a thing, whatever. I agree. So, what do you I think? Will, I want to say we were we were we spoke out a little not known. Apparently, like in this religious, we I call Bilal cheap for wanting to get married in his own right. home. Apparently, culturally religious. This is very common in, in Trini culture. Tr- very Trinidad common culture. in Trini culture to get married in your home. Yeah, and so, you have a. I still think he's an asshole. Oh yeah, I so, will say sister made it look nice. 
I agree. It was it's pretty a, with the it window. Was, it was too white it as too everything white. else. It was too white. So, I just want to say this was an interesting uh, thing a Muslim sissy sent us. And I won't name her, but she basically Charlotte. says prenups are know. definitely a thing in Islam, but it's already in the nikah that you that you had and they've already had that. But she says in Islam whatever money a woman makes in her marriage is her money. And that is that that is she doesn't have to share it with her husband. It's a choice. So Bilal pushing this means he wants to get her money. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, she's basically saying that's in the Quran that the marriage is her money. So in, interesting. Um, and uh, and they're trying to buy. She said they're trying to bypass what the Quran says with a prenup. And it's not about the money Bilal has. It's about what Shida brings to the table. She says, these people are vultures. Yes. So, which, that's, that's not, that's not a, a, just by the way both the ex and the mom have acted. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. Horrible. So, yeah. 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 Uh, she also says that Muhammad is a terrible Terrible uh, depiction of a Muslim man, especially from Alexandria, and he's an idiot. And uh, and the mom, the, she thinks the mom was part of the pro- the fraud. Yeah, that's what that we thought too. Going, yeah, but she's like, it was very obvious. Yeah, that's what and we thought too. And it was he left there to to commit fraud. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna get divorced, y'all. Yep, Just in a wait. second. In a second. So anyway, but that was some some insight from a Muslim sissy. I want to talk about an important thing to me, y'all. Wedding makeup. Let's talk about mm. it. Her makeup looked good. When she first did her makeup, it was a very nude lip, and I didn't care for mm-hmm. it. It was a very it was nude retouched matte after lip. That. They retouched it with a different color that had a block. When she actually got married, it had a little bit. Y'all must say this, and I know it's in style right now, and you're going to be like, it's all in style on TikTok. Don't wear a super matte lipstick on your wedding day. Because mm. matte lipsticks make your lips look dry. Right. They can make you look. You want your lips to look moist. Her lips supple, look dead. And they're. Because you want them to look kissable. Because yes. you kiss your spouse, you kiss your husband, you kiss the bride. How'd you think the dress looked on? I think it actually could have fit her better. I thought that too. I, it, it, I loved. I don't know that. I loved term, the head headpiece. The headpiece. Yeah. Loved she it. looked like a queen. And her makeup, like the eyeliner and everything. It was a little much for a home I wedding. agree. It could have looked... But it was still pretty makeup. It could have looked... That, I think that's why... But that's Shida. I think Shida's a little much for a home wedding. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. I just felt like it It was like, I guess because she wanted to surprise her, maybe there wasn't a lot of fittings. Yeah. It's like she just took measurements and made it for her. And we never really got to see the bottom of the dress the way it no, looked. No. Um, and I'll, there's there's also a moment where you're you were talking about earlier that the sister the she's talking to her sisters and uh, she's like I'm I'm not I'm just don't know what's gonna happen the sister's like it's not too late to go home again they're gonna get married like, y'all she already took out everything in the bathroom y'all <laughs> like she's unpacked her shampoo she, everything's unpacked I I just don't understand. It's fruitless to do this. Yeah. It it just it 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 feels 
It feels fake and it feels unnecessary to raise the stakes, even though we don't believe it. Like make it 15 episodes instead of 17, but I know yeah. you're not because of advertisers. And just have everybody get married in the final episode and we have a wedding episode. Done. And we see people get married. Maybe there's a little bit of drama. Maybe there's one couple you don't know if they're going to get married or not. Yeah. If you work for Matt Sharp's office and you listen to us, feel free to pass some of this along. Feel free. Yeah. We just we're not experts, but you know what? We kind of are. At and this we point. and we love the show. The show is the concept of the show is extremely compelling, but it has to be authentic. Or it has it's to not. be authentic, and it just feels like I just don't. Lo- we know this is all about making money. At all, that's what. But you don't feel good when you think someone's using my time just so they can Thank make you. money from a commercial ad. Yeah, that just Agreed. makes you feel kind of just dirty. Speaking and of, do you, you enjoy our ads? We, we heard yeah. earlier. Yeah, I hope you enjoy our. <laughs> it's but I mean, we, we work hard on our ads, but we also try to we try to put it. We do. It doesn't seem like it, but we try to put a lot into our show. We do. Doesn't seem like it with a twenty-minute pizza rant, but we try to put a lot into our show. <laughs> it was five minutes at the most. Yeah, and it, was, and it needed to be said. Yeah. Uh, so, what did you think about Bilal's double-breasted suit? I'm not a fan of those. I thought he looked nice, though. Yeah, I. But he did look nice. I think it's it. Well, a lot of men can't wear them. It's hard. If you yeah. got any type of gut, you look bad in it, and he doesn't. I thought he looked nice. I thought it was. He looked fine. I kind of felt the way about the wedding the way the son did. Yeah. <laughs> he fell asleep. <laughs> I liked it that the daughter uh, kind of recited the prayers that I'm going to say this. It was beautiful. Nuba. In Nuba. Yeah. Um, and now, this is an interesting, another way, and I, if this is part of the uh, Muslim Islamic ceremony, they give the they give the bride three chances to walk away. <laughs> they, and, and I know I thought they were going to pull a ninety day fiance, but I like that, Sarah. I mean, it was funny. It's a cool. It's, I yeah. love that. They, no, I liked. I but I'm saying, boy, you have it out three times. You have it out three. It's so, it, it appealed. It appealed to me because I've always wanted to be a runaway bride. You have. <laughs> as long as they sign that paper. Oof. Yeah. She already knows what eggs she likes. <laughs> And that's green eggs. Uh-huh. With her ham. <laughs> it's my type of green eggs. It is. It's yes. true. Yes. It's true. Um, so they're signing. It, basically, it's the vows are whatever. They sign the, again, too, problem in storytelling. What has been the two big plot points of their entire season? Pranks. But no plot point. An oh. actual plot point. Um, prenup. Prenup. Prenup and kids. Yes. Why didn't we see them both sit down and sign the prenup? Instead. That is true. We just see her. She's praying and she we said, are told. put the stuff I want in there. And so we decided to sign the prenup. And I'm like, that's, that's what you should have put this episode about. Yep. I would produce this episode with, we're going to produce this as a build up to the prenup. She, we're going to read it. We're going to see if Shida is it. No, you're exactly right. We sign the prenup in the first half of this episode. It's dramatic. We'll say they sign it. We're done. And then the next day is the wedding day and we get You married. know why I think we didn't do that? I have a feeling that he did not put change the prenup. And I think she just signed it anyway because she I wants worry to about get married. That too. I worry about that too. That's the first thing I thought of why yeah, they, that's they, they scooched over it. Because... Unfortunately, you guys, Shida wants kids more than anything. Oh, yes. 
And she's chosen Bilal as the most Instagrammable uh, father for those children. Yep. Um, and so, anyway, the kids say, my dad's happier now. I don't think you would even know. Anyway, and he's like, I do have a gift for her. And I'm like, oh, this my is God, a prank. Here this we is go. A prank. This here is we it. Go. Finally. Unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't, as I said in the other show, a wasp nest, or it wasn't a an angry badger that he had just shaken up and it didn't attack her face. No. It wasn't even like... He didn't even like clap her hand when she put her hand to just embrace no. it like Richard Gere and Pretty Woman. <laughs> It wasn't it wasn't a pile of snakes that popped out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh not even like sarin gas. No. Or or anything else. It was kind of kind of disappointing. It was very disappointing. You're right. Another failure of okay. storytelling. If, if you're gonna do the pranks, which is horrible, comedy in threes, y'all. <laughs> so I I uh and everyone would go, Oh Bilal. Oh Bilal. Maybe the third prank was the sister's dress. But that wasn't Bilal. Maybe afterwards he said, hey, surprise, that wasn't a real minister or whatever they're called. We're not really married. That's, that's what I said. That's what I wanted it to be. This was all a ruse. Like, hey, just kidding. I'm not and Bilal. Then- and he takes off his skin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's someone else. I'm Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I'm Jamie Lee Curtis. And you just buried me. You just buried me. <laughs> Now that's television. Speaking of married, I don't watch this show, but all these sissies are fucking freaking out about this new housewife wedding. The oh, New Jersey the, one or the Potomac. Teresa wedding. Teresa wedding. Yeah. They want to know. Now, are, she's got like 11 bumpets in yeah, her hair. They want to know what are Maddie Poodle's thoughts on this because she wears a nude lip. She's a, y'all, y'all it's, she, she's always looked awful. It's, <laughs> it's. This is gorgeously on brand. Yes. So, like, you can't even make fun of it because that's the type of outfit I expect from her when she gets married. If it was demure, it would not be Teresa. If you're not following Watch What Crappens Instagram, they're having a (laughs) fucking field day with this. And it's Ronnie Ben. I'm sure. They do a face thing where it's like Ben put his face on Teresa and Ronnie's <laughs> on the husband, but it's really good Photoshop and it looks so fucking weird. I uh, my caption was, "Oh, good, my big fat gypsy wedding is back again." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. So we're uh, done, but not yet, y'all. They they give her the gift that's something sentimental. My father gave it to my mother. It's a Latin. I think it was a bracelet, right? Looks like it. Yeah. It says, I'll never give up on you, and you you please never give up on me, or you'll never give up on me. More of a command, really. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's like, oh, blah, blah. And everyone's like, oh, that's so sweet. And and then they're kind of having, he said, and she says, well, next, hopefully we can have kids, you know, sooner than later. And he's like, yeah, we'll see. And he said, you know, then Bilal says, well, if this didn't work out, the thing is, I'm not a quitter. So, so it if it didn't have work, been me who gave up. It's her fault. <laughs> if I this didn't work out, it would have been speechless. her fault. I was speechless. Someone, it's someone screaming about it out there. Oh. But, and she just says, see, there you go again, blaming. And I went, welcome to life with Bilal. The I, monster. I was, and the thing is, what a gaslighting fuck. I can, 
I can kind of see them thinking that it's funny between the two in context. But when we see it in an edit sense, we're like, holy fuck. Uh, it, he always goes one level past that that is like it's like straddling cruelty it's like right there i'm really just being cruel i can't believe i'm saying this but i'm praying that we are wrong because you know you were dead certain i wasn't but i thought i was like 90 percent there that jabri's i really thought that you were like 100 percent. so we were both wrong but I'm praying because we both feel like it's going to be Bilal and Shida on Happily Ever After. Whew. But I'm praying we're wrong, and I'm just praying it's Emily and Kobe. You at know, this point. I can't believe I can't would, believe I'm I can't saying believe it. I'm saying that. But I hope I'm hoping it's Guillermo and Kara more than anybody else. I think they're going to be just too normal, maybe. And so I would love that, but I don't think it's going to happen. Emily and Kobe. Oh. I would take. I would rather see that though yeah. than Bilal punish. I just Shida. don't want to see her anymore on my screen. You know, if Kobe wears that giraffe, his, if Kobe's tongue. wearing his underwear. I'd I'd see more than that. It's more than that. Ooh. Maybe it's even Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best of all possible worlds, y'all. That's the. I'm sh- on happily ever. That's the show, everybody. We're going to do this tell-all the next two weeks. We're assuming a two-week tell-all. I hope that our predictions are right. Did it just get brighter in here? I don't think so. I hope it's a good tell-all. Just another reason you need a brain scan. Thank you for joining us today. If you're watching on the Intimate Portrait, thank you for sitting right here on this couch that's on our $15 Patreon tier. If you want to listen to this show commercial-free, you can join our Patreon or our Supercast at the $8 tier where you get all of our content commercial-free. Yay! Or you can do the $5 tier where we talk about classless old seasons of classic 90-day fiancé. We're about to start Happily Ever After Season 3. Yes. I did that quickly. You did do that quickly. Damn it out. Well done. All right, everybody. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all lonely hearts looking for love in all of our own living rooms? Yes. And if you go into your bedroom while after you've been married, oh my god, and oh you my just god. and you just, I guess you're gonna consummate the marriage. I guess they're in just gonna fuck. Everyone has light hors d'oeuvres. I forgot about that. Call, call us. us. That was fucked. That was fucked up. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 